0: Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is the Soul Brother here. Throwback Thursday, baby. It's been a long time. It has. For those that don't know, I used to do a podcast on Thursdays. I used to throw it back. Hashtag TBT. We just talk about just all kind of things um, from my past. And it was more a personal podcast than... Uh, my other ones, which are more geared towards helping you. So finally have been able to bring it back, frankly, because um, I'm off today. So I uh, I took some time off in between now and the beginning of the year. I don't normally do that, but this past year, as you all, if you've been keeping up with me, has been quite hectic and finally finished that Big project that I was working on just this past, actually uh, this last week. So we're in the final stages. Uh, So that's two major projects in one year for me, just starting at a brand new company and not knowing much about the business and what they do yet. So pretty darn good, if you ask me. So I'm on on cloud nine. I'm feeling quite good today. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Life is good. Uh, because it is, uh, you know, and when it's good and it's great, then you just need to relish it and enjoy it. Because, as we all know, it could be something different. <laughs> Life is very volatile. It's like the wind. It can be it could be strong and steady, but then all of a sudden it's variable or it, it can just put you off course. And we spend so much time trying to get everything perfect in order to just be happy and just feel good in life. But the fact that you're that you're here right now and you woke up, I mean, that should be enough. So for me, I know uh, it's been uh, it's been good. You know, I went through I went through hell um, like everyone else did right before. This whole mess with COVID, which is still kind of rearing its ugly head, unfortunately, but, but about a few years ago, you know, I was in a different relationship. I was living on Oahu and I just wasn't happy. Um, So I made the decision that I was just going to be done with it. And, you know, it was the relationship to me was a bit toxic in that, you know, it was one sided as I was doing everything that I could to kind of make sure that, you know, that everything was, uh, was good and at peace and, you know, and the other side was just a too busy, like trying to worry about uh, how they looked. And so it just, it wasn't who I was. And for so long while I was with them, I made the decision that if I had to make some changes, then I would make some changes just to kind of, you know, try to compromise. I should have never have done that and compromised my ethics, and I paid for it. But in the long run, you know, what kind of came out of that was was this kind of proudness that I have of myself that, you know, while I could have tried to be crazy and boisterous and do all of those things, I chose to take the high path. I chose to, you know, I chose to... um to try to remain in a place of peace. But at the same time, you know, I was always on guard. I just wasn't happy. So when that was over, that was kind of right when COVID started getting bad. I moved in to a nice little small place over in uh, Kailua. I was on my own and life was hard. You know, I didn't really know where my next meal was gonna come from and uh, my hours at work got cut. And, you know, and I was a full-time guy. I'm a full-time employee. I have been for 20-plus years in, in IT, but when COVID hit, I mean, the company was trying t- to, you know, not spend so much money, but also try to preserve jobs. So they tried a lot of different things, and so uh, they asked me if I wanted to to either Go on furlough, which I was like, obviously not, because I got kids, or I could get paid at a lower rate for x amount of time. So I took that, and you know that kind of sent me financially spiraling, like a lot of us. Um, you know, uh, I went from not living check to check with with uh, that breakup and then COVID to now being check to check, and I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, it was uh, difficult, but the way that i got through it was was faith i knew that this was all temporary and that there's really nothing stopping me from life or from you know um still enjoying life and being happy about it so i tried to put on that brave face as i always do i like being the underdog it's fun cuz when people think that that you can't do something or they count you out and you're right there, right in the thick of it, right? For me, it's a motivation thing. Um, and that's really all the, all it is. Um, but that's what it took for me to slowly get my happy back. So I, I reestablished my routines. While I had my own routines, you know, when you meet somebody, then, you know, you open up your life, then, you know, you you compromise things. Well, now I'm back on my own. So I was like, okay. So I started to develop a small routine, which is the first of uh, the first step uh, to getting or to or to try to get back like to some kind of happy and normal. And once I had that established, right, you know, I, at the same time, I was in the midst of getting health care, trying to figure out what was wrong with me because it, it wasn't COVID, but they didn't know. And I was having some gnarly, gnarly things go on. Not going to mention it here, but just not good stuff. So I got through all that, had to get so many COVID tests because that's what happened, right? Like uh, during the pandemic at the height, if you had to go to the hospital or if you had to go to a specialist or a doctor, you had to get a COVID test first. And so before you could even go into the hospital, like per se, because they had to take care of the people that were already hospitalized. So, and the doctors and the medical staff and the front liners. so. Let me tell you, man, that thing burned so many times. I can't, I think I got more than eight, nine tests. And I mean, just, they put that swab in there and ah, it just burns. Grown man crying. The nasty pepper smell. <laughs> That's the worst thing. And then the after effects of it, just burning, burning your nose. And, and so anyway, so, you know, I was seeing a pulmonologist, an oncologist, a hematologist, allergist, ENT, you name it, I pretty much saw every ologist that's ever been known to man. And, um, you know, it was, it was very trying, right? Um, I wasn't really, I wasn't really in a position at that point, um, you know, in my life to have a lot of resources. So I was kind of constrained by the things that I did have. And so, and at the same time, I had children that had to, you know, uh, that also had to get taken care of. And and because I wasn't in their bubble, even though we're on the same island, because I was uh, deemed super high risk, extreme risk, actually, I had to stay away from them for the better part of a year, a year and a half. Now, and what I mean stay away from them is I didn't stay away from them and not go see them. Like, uh, we talked on the phone. I would uh, go into town and see them, but we would stay six feet apart. So it was like... It's like, it's like I saw them, but I couldn't hug them. And so, you know, but, but still I said, you know, this is going to pass. So we would just make new traditions out of it. So normally what we would do is I would go get them and pick them up and we just go do whatever they want to do. You know, so if it was go to North Shore, go look for shells or just go out for a ride. Or, you know, they want to go to the coast... Or they want to go to the zoo... Like, whatever they wanted to do... That's... It was just our thing... We'd hop in the car... <laughs> crank up that music... Malia... Uh, with her Bruno Mars... Lana... Um, with just whatever... That uh, she liked... And, and we would just... Uh, ride around... And we have on our mask... And, you know... That's... You know, that's just what we had to do... But... Eventually... It got to a point where now we we could go out, you know, um, and do those things, you know. So and now it's to the point where, where for me, where when they come over and they see me, me and my lady is, uh, is I still wear my mask like for the most part because because of you know like my allergies and my weakened immune system, which is getting stronger, Um, but you know I'm just very 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 cautious. So it's like, life really sucked back then for me. It sucked back there for a lot of us, right? Like, like there was a couple times that I caught um, a couple of news articles here um, and there was a, a lady whose mom was, was in a home and she couldn't go see her because they, cause they kept everybody inside. So it's what they would do is the woman would come to, to, the, um, uh, to the retirement home, sit right outside of the glass door, right? No screen, it was a glass door. And they would be on the phone with each other, looking at each other. I mean, it was serious, you know? And I think that that's the resilience of human is basically that, is that even though it was hard, we were still trying to find something normal to latch onto So that we could all make life good again. Like for us. Even if it was just in that particular moment. In that setting. right? I saw a lot of that. And what I think has resulted. Is the. Is the. um, Reinventing. Of. Human. Sociality. Which is kind of a big deal. Um, I think that. People are more apt now, like to be, to be more open, like um, and understanding, empathetic, because of because of what we've been through. But we're not naive. And we're on our game. So, because of course, the flip side of this is you have all your idiots out there that we're trying to capitalize on all this, um, and you know. It, it was already hard enough that your employer or your life in general was just totally different. Um, and now, you know, you have these people that that don't really care, that, that just want to make it worse. Um, you know, I just, regardless of just what was going on, it seemed like, like as humans, we just couldn't get a break. Um, But I think slowly as the word got out that, you know, hey, these vaccines are really important and you should get them more and more that kind of latched on. So we've been able to slowly return back to some kind of normal. While I know that for those of us that that really know what's going on, we know that we're not out of the woods yet. But for everyone else, I mean, it's kind of like we're already back no mass, everyone's just out and doing their thing and people are just hacking and coughing, not covering their mouth again. And, um, but you know, that doesn't phase me because to be honest, I'm doing the best I can do with what I got and I'm doing all that I can do with what I got. So it's kind of the same mode that I've been in. Just gotta try to find my happy that makes my life good. And I've been able to achieve that, you know. I um, I was working for an employer uh, during the pandemic that, you know, I thought that uh, they loved me and they cared about me, but in the end, I found out I was just a number. So I, I made the decision, which I don't normally do. I don't really like to move around, but you know, not feeling appreciated, that kind of sucked, and getting used, it kind of sucked. Um, you know, there was some some people at the place that I worked at uh, before at a Hawaiian Airlines that, um, you know, uh, the whole company is great, but there's just certain pockets there that just need to just, <laughs> this is bad, but, you know, it's like some areas needed a corporate enema. <laughs> like, just had to be cleaned out. Uh, there was a lot of bad, there was a lot of lazy, you know, there. And that kind of affected my good because while you shouldn't always do this in the pandemic because i'm single i'm by myself i don't really have anybody you know my work was what i put my heart and soul into i'm already a good parent so i'm not worried about that but i had to have something tangible that i could actually have some control over and that's my career so it just got to a point where it just got like um you know people had got out of me what they wanted to get out of me. And um, I didn't necessarily do it naively. I did it with a purpose on myself. I mean, I obviously like to move up, but let's just say that, you know, um, I was in a Black Lives Matter um, social group there. And let's just say that, you know, there was some things that needed some attention and um, I didn't necessarily feel as though I was going to get a fair shot. So it was time for me to go. And then after some antics by a couple of individuals there, I I, I was just like, nah. You know, um, for me, my life has to be fully balanced. You know, that's, that's home life, that's personal self, work, you know, all that, friends, you know, all that. If anything is off kilter, then it's not for me. Now, before all this, I would just keep those things in and just deal with them. Now I have a no tolerance policy. If there's something in and around my life that makes my life not good or is negative, then then, then you know what? Bye. It's gone. I don't hesitate. I don't waste time. Just bye. Uh, I don't need to give any answers because it's my life. Right? And that's the attitude, friends, that you should have. It's your life. Don't let anyone affect you or infiltrate it or control you. It's not even about that. There's enough to go around for everybody that we don't need to be controlling one another. Right, but at the same time, you know, you need to have fun. If what you're doing isn't fun, then find what's fun. That's what my mama has always told me. Is she was like, "Honey, if it, if it doesn't make you happy, then it's not for you." And for so many years, I didn't heed that advice. Now I do, with a passion. And I, you know, and I think that just comes with, with age and maturity, and me understanding the fact that, that you know. My time here is limited. In this earthly life, in the spiritual life, in my soul life, right? Uh, that's eternal, but but uh, this earthly life is not. So why should I trudge through day after day, doing something, or be around folks or people or things that don't necessarily bring out the best in me, or you know, give me the want or the drive to be near it? So. I made changes, right? And so those changes were I got a new job, right? Um, you know, I found a new partner, a new best friend, someone who actually loves me, who cares about me, um, that wants the best for me, loves my kids, you know? And um, it's just an amazing individual. You know, she I went through her hell too, like during the pandemic. And I think it was the pandemic, because a lot of people in their relationships, if your relationship, if it wasn't strong, or if one or, or you both were kind of off, it was going to come to the light, right? Um, for me, uh, during the pandemic, that relationship, that person didn't want to heed uh, the warnings and advice to not be out and around people. And I was sick. So for me, I just felt that it was kind of it was kind of inconsiderate, like for them to not really help me out in my time of need, you know, when I had helped them out. So but then again, you know, sometimes it takes a while for you to see things. And once you see it and you see that writing slowly start to become visible on the wall, then you know what you need to do. So while I've been with my Booski now uh, for one year, right. Um You know, the thing that we really value is honesty, trust and communication. I've never been with anyone that does value that in the way that she does. And so that makes me happy because that's who I am through and through for for the people who I have dated, which is not a whole lot. You know, if they're listening, I think that uh, they would all tell you that, yeah, he's that way. I'm a simple guy. I don't really want much out of life. I just want honesty, trust, right? And just to be loved. I mean, I think that's what everybody wants. If you And if you can't get those things, no relationship is going to last at all, period. I don't care how much money you put into it or who it's with. doesn't matter. If there's not love and trust, you're not going anywhere. And I finally found that, right? And so for me, that makes my heart at peace, I don't necessarily have to worry about, well, what is she doing or what's going on, you know, now, you know, or or, or having to be suspicious, right? Um, I don't have to do those things. I don't need to be around someone that, that has to do that, right? This is just grown folks over here, grown folks enjoying life. And that's what I love about her. And that's what I love about my life right now is that all that hell that I went through uh, during the pandemic and even prior to it, right? right? What I learned is that way back then was while I was trying to compromise, right? I would give up way too much, way too much to, uh, to the point that it was taking my happiness away. And what I've learned is that if people aren't willing to meet you where you're at, or you meet them where they're at, then there's no need to even continue on. There's just no need. You're just wasting your own time and you're wasting their time. Right. It should be. A, a, it should always be a two way street of respect. Always. Always. Respect, first and foremost. Right. Love will come. Respect one another as individuals, as humans. Right. Hear them understand their weaknesses, their strengths. Right. And don't take advantage. Right. Embrace that person. Be happy that they're put in your life. For a reason, not a season. But for people that only last that season, right? I'm hoping that you get something out of it, right? And the thing that I got out of it was that I was making the wrong choices, right? Is I was settling. And so that wasn't making me happy. That wasn't good for me. I didn't want to be alone. So I wasn't out there trying like uh, to seek every woman that I could find, not even like that. But i just didn't want to be alone but when i finally stopped and i said you know i have to go through this and i went through things alone i worked on me right and it was when i found that love for myself again i didn't need someone telling me that they love me in order for me to love myself i didn't need i didn't need to hear that right like like to be honest i've never i've never needed that but during But during, you know, like some tough times and stuff, when I was in relationships at that point, it felt like that was why I was there, which was the wrong reason, right? So not being truthful to myself and thinking that I need something that I don't need, that was bad. So I apologized to myself and I got back on the uh, ball and I said, you know what, let me just work on me. So honestly, I took time for me. I was in my little... Beautiful, small uh, hole-in-the-wall studio in uh, Kailua. It was amazing. had an amazing view of the mountains, uh, not too far from the ocean. It was just beautiful. And that was my sanctuary. That was my sanctuary. I was there working on myself. I had a lot of people calling me, um, you know, trying to find out where I was, you know, And so those people, I just had to kind of put them to the side because their intentions were not good. Right. But then I did have uh, some people who actually did reach out that just generally cared about me and what was going on. And they're like, what happened? You know, and I told them, I said, you know, I said, I just I have to work on me because that's what's most important. And if I didn't, if I hadn't took that time, I can tell you right now, folks, I probably wouldn't have been here right here sitting here talking to you right now, feeling the way that I feel, right? I probably would still be stuck there. I probably would have still been in that rut trying to figure out what I need to do for me. And what I figured out, though, was that what I needed like to do for me was just to be patient with myself, let myself kind of unwind from everything that I forced it to do. See, when you try to force love or when you try to make something happen, if you're that partner, And the other one isn't, you know, there. It can be very detrimental to you. Because not only is it going to affect your stress level, but your emotions, your overall all well-being, your energy, it sucks the life out of you. It really does. So I had to take time for myself. I had to take time for myself in order to eventually get to the point where life would be good once again. So slowly... So slowly, ever since then, you know, I've slowly just kind of put together all this change that I just told you about, like the new job and going solo in life, right? And then it was like, there was like, I don't know how long, maybe a few months. And then, and then all of a sudden, right, I started to feel better from that really bad breakup. And I was like, okay, cool. I started to get confidence back. I started to kind of rekindle that um, that old me. But he had a different flavor to him. He was excited. He was not afraid of the pandemic. He was not afraid of being all by himself, right? I took up uh, photography, would we'll go and snap pictures, found that I had a love for photography uh, during the pandemic. So that's something that I plan on getting into more and more. I haven't really had time because of this big project, but the things that I plan on doing with Soul Brother is that, is that when I'm out and about and I'm seeing things out in nature, or just out in the world uh, when I travel, just snapping pictures, right? And just keeping it soul full, because there's so much out there. And this pandemic slowly, slowly kind of took that away from us, but now we're slowly, slowly getting it back, right? There's a big, big road out there. And while we do have have the likes of COVID and, and and uh the RSV and the BBX and all these other things now, while we do have those that we have to contend with, we know more now than what we knew back then. So at this point it's kind of safe, friends, to try to reclaim your life. You should do it safely. I mean always wear your mask. But that's what I'm doing right now. Well you know, for the last year and some change, I have been going through treatments and different things. And I'm finally on a good treatment plan now and I'm seeing some results. It's not it's not it's not a quick thing. This is going to take some time. It's going to take years uh, for me, like to try to get my body back into the position where it should be. at. Uh, but, But I feel so much better just overall, like I'm just generally happy. Like, I don't really have any, any angst or any, you know, dislike of anyone or anything. I mean, everything that has happened was supposed to happen. You know, it was written in the ethereal story of life, which is, you know, this was supposed to happen. Those seasons of my life where I was uh, with someone or working at a certain place or doing like certain things, that had to come to an end. Something else got introduced. The pandemic did. force me into the true me and what I should be doing with my life. Now, I'm on the track to success. Right? While I had people try to suck me down, had people trying to sue me and doing all this other crazy old mess, trying to, you know, make my name bad and dirty. You know, all I did was I i just said, you know, um, may God bless that person. Right? Because all it was was just anger and emotion misdirected at me. And I just got on with my life. And once I got through all that mess, right, and put it all behind me, nothing ever came of it. <laughs> you know, um, You know, I started like to see that when I could put the past where it belonged in the past and not look back at it. Because the only reason that you look at your rearview mirror anytime is when you want to relive something. So I drive a car that has no rearview mirror. So I think you can figure that out. And if you can't. For me, I don't look back anymore. I used to. I'm not going to lie. I definitely used to and try to understand why. Now I don't care. Right. I have certain values and certain beliefs and those just need to mesh with whomever is near me or with whatever I'm doing. And if it doesn't, then I just don't do that thing or I just am not around that particular person or people. There's no questions asked. Right. I mean, because on top of being grown, I don't owe nobody anything. I just really don't. I mean, this is who I am. Always who I've been. I never changed my tune back then, like to now. I don't need to, but when you stand for something and uh, you know you stand for something, you're patient and you know that you don't have to get rattled at the first sign of stress, at the first sign of a discomfort or unrest, you you already know, you know that you're equipped for battle. And even though it was hard and I went through those things and there were some nights that was difficult, one thing that I do know is that I never worried about anything. I just never had to. There was no need for me to worry about something that I had no control over, especially if it was something that was in my past. I can't control the past because the past already happened. So what in the hell would I want to go back there and try to do something about it? I don't. If you're present, if it includes something or uh, someone, then, then yes, you should work at it. But if it doesn't, you need to only work with the resources that are in front of you right here, right now. Don't be concerned with everything else. Get yourself together first. And I did that. And I'm happy that I did because within doing that, that's when I kind of really started hitting it hard. And like with Soul brother and getting into podcasting, which was something totally new to me. The photography aspect. I always like writing. I've consistently tried to just keep this thing going because this brings me joy in my life. This is good for me. This makes me happy. You know, the other uh, one thing that I told my queen, I told her, I said, when I'm on on the soul brother and I'm doing a podcast, it, it's kind of like therapy for me. It's like it's kind of like my outlet to just kind of spew whatever needs to get, you know, um, uh, spewed and then just, you know, let go of it. As soon as I speak it out into the universe, I speak it out with with a positivity, even if it's not something positive. Right. Be understanding, open with yourself. Be mature and be grown. Understand why something happened and where you are now and what needs to happen. Follow through. That's the biggest thing. Follow through. A lot of people don't follow through. And what uh, comes of that is basically a lot of stress and turmoil. It's like I told my oldest, uh, like the other night, because we were talking about uh, uh, her school and, and uh, whatnot, right? That with stress, it's not what happens to you. That's stressful. I mean, but it's how you handle it. And when I was immature, not really um, in the know of who I was, didn't really know that life was already good. But I was trying to put some a materialistic label on it. So for me, because it didn't look like this, it wasn't good. But it was good. I made some mistakes in my past, you know, and I lost some people for it. I lost some material things for it. And while, you know, the people are more important than the material things, right? It still hurt because it was a a part of my life. It was something that I depended on, right? But it taught me to not depend on anybody but myself, right? If you can depend on you and only you, then life is good. Everything else will fall into place. Why? Because it has to. It absolutely has to. And it does. It's just the natural selection and order of things. When you take time to understand what's in front of you, then you'll know how to move. And that was powerful for me. That was really powerful for me. So, you know, when this pandemic had started to to slowly turn, that's when I met my queen. And... um Life's been great ever since then. I live on Kauai now, no longer on Oahu, uh, you know, for health reasons. But I love it here. I do. It's been the best thing, not only for my life and my health, but for my kids as well. Because they have a place that they can come to and that they can call home. They have people that they can come to that they know, love them. No questions asked, right? I mean when you think about it, life's really simple like that. Life's really simple. I don't need the new iPhone. I don't need a watch. I don't need all these, all these uh, whatevers and these gadgets. No, all I need is peace and happiness and love. That's it. Love rules all, baby. I'm telling you, it does. You can call me corny if you want to. But if you're calling me corny, then you're probably the one that doesn't love himself or herself. And you probably don't even understand what none of this is about. So I challenge you to actually stop and sit and figure it out. Understand who you are and why you're here. What is your purpose? And why do you feel you have to go through life in the manner that you're going through life in? Right? Because life should always be good. Right? It's always a state of mind. Life is always good if you make it. And I've decided and chosen that I'm going to make it. Right, So I have a great job now, great work family, my kids, my my lady, Mom Dukes. Life is just good. And I can't complain. Every now and then, we are throwing a wrench in a bad apple, no worries. Because everybody knows the drill. It's like a well-oiled machine. When one part starts to kind of get weak, then others compensate and balance it out that's the type of situation that I'm in right now that's the type of support group that I have it's an amazing feeling it's an amazing feeling and I challenge you, you know if your life isn't good right now or for whatever reason you can say it's the pandemic or maybe uh, you're going through something personal well first and foremost, you should thank God for waking up because that instantly just makes life good right there instantly and then from there Slowly start incorporating other pieces and other things into your life. There's nothing wrong with having hobbies. There's nothing wrong at all with collecting stamps or baseball cards or material things. There's nothing wrong with that. If it brings you joy, then do that. But find something that brings you joy and stick to it. Right? If you start doing these things, if you start to put good in your life, if you start to put peace and serenity in your life, slowly but surely, you're going to see the cycle. And when that cycle starts, right, it's going to be very, very empowering for you because you're going to start to see for the first time that, you know, all these things that you thought were hard, that were difficult, they really were not. They really were not. It was just an evolution that you had to go through. It's the things that had to happen that you had to experience in order to get to this point that you're at so that you can say that you're good. That's the whole point of it. If I hadn't gone through any of my hell that I told you about and more, I would never be here. And I know that I would probably still be stuck. Most likely in a situation that I didn't want to be in. So. It would behoove you. To stop what you're doing. Listen and love yourself first. Because while. Love is where the heart is. I definitely agree with that. Love is where you are. And you're a part of love. So if you don't love yourself, then before you start to love somebody else, you need to correct that. You can't be in the coaching business or any type of business and be a fraud. Because if you are, then people are going to smell you a mile away. Yeah, they'll give you a shot. But they're going to be hesitant and they're not going to trust. Man, I don't bail. And no matter what I've done in my life, I've always done it the long-haul way. The long-haul way. And my life is important. My life is priority. So I did it. and stuff in the same manner because while I needed like to work on some things right I had to be able to sustain life and enjoyment on my own before I try to incorporate somebody else definitely and now I'm here 40 minutes into a podcast on vacation my kiddos are coming tomorrow I can't wait to see them The tree is up. There's gifts, but more importantly, family. I'm going to have my family with me. It's been many years since I've been able to have them all together and actually be happy. Just happy. So I challenge you, you know, if your life's not good, then take stock. Stop and figure out How can you make it good? And don't look to somebody else or, you know, like an external factor. Look at yourself. What can you do? You personally, what can you do like to reset? And I'll tell you, friends, that you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised where you go. You're going to be in the same boat as me, baby, floating because life will be good. One love is always y'all. This is Soul Brother. Hello, how how's it was good y'all. This is the Soul Brother here. I just I wanted to say that I appreciate your support. It means a lot to me. Um, Soul Brother is homegrown from my heart, like to yours, and so I'm not looking for money. I'm not looking for anything. Just looking for your support, and um, just know that I appreciate it. So. If you're interested, you can go to Brother. That's S-O-U-L-B-R-A-D-D-A dot Up at the top menu, you can subscribe. So whenever I post, then I email you and you're notified. And down at the bottom, the social links, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know. Look me up. Hit me up. I would love to hear from you. And until then, remember to stay soulful, soul real. And so ready. This is soul brother. One love.